0: Ladies, welcome back to another episode of the Evolve and Elevate podcast. So today, guys, we're talking about why don't I lose weight even though I'm eating healthy and I'm working out. And so I'm talking about this today because I find a lot of ladies get really stuck um, because you're like eating really healthy foods. You're trying your best to like work out and you're not really eating anything fun. But all of a sudden you're like, you know, you step on the scale and the scale doesn't change. And you're like, I should be seeing progress but I'm not seeing progress. Like, why is this not happening for me, right? Like I'm working out, I'm eating healthy, I'm like barely eating anything, you know, I'm not that hungry, but I try my best, maybe I have a few snacks. But like, realistically, like, you know, I should, I should be losing weight, quote, unquote, is what we're thinking. And so the problem lies a lot of the time where you're doing the right things, but it might be in the wrong order, it might be with the wrong intensity level, there might be something or another that you're missing in that equation. And so today, what my goal is, is to help you ladies figure out what that missing piece is of the puzzle. Okay. Um, There's tons of different things that it could be, but we're going to cover all of them today to make sure that you understand where you need to start and where your next like kind of area of focus is. Okay. So starting off, the first thing that we need to understand is like when we're losing weight, how do we actually do this? Okay. So I talked in the other episodes this week about building muscle body recomposition, and now we're getting into actual weight loss. And so when your goal is actually to lose weight, there's a few things that you need to understand one is that it doesn't really matter what foods you're actually consuming it's more so the portions okay so a lot of the times you eat a hamburger you see the scale go up and you're like oh my god there's no way that i can eat hamburgers yeah no right like the biggest thing is, is like with that situation is that the burger probably just has a little bit of salt and when we look at the scale you're going to notice that different things are going to have the scale fluctuate. And so that's not always the best method of progress. And so the thing is, is like you might actually be seeing progress, but because you have this bad versus good food mentality, you're not able to sustain your progress because you mentally give up when physically you're actually doing everything that you're supposed to be doing. And I see this quite often. If you actually just stuck to what you're doing, most of the time you'd actually see fat loss, but because you get in your head, you end up sabotaging yourself. Okay. So, in terms of losing weight, you're like, I'm eating healthy, I'm working out. Why isn't this working? So, the first thing that we need to look at is where are you starting? Okay. So where are you starting? If you're starting at 1200 calories, you're doing a shit ton of cardio, you're barely doing any weight training and you're basically just only eating healthy foods. Plus you're eating some of that low calorie bullshit like that, you know, zero fat yogurts, like all these kind of things, like these dieting, like cookies and whatever, um, your guts all over the mat, like all over the place. You literally go to the bathroom like once a day, maybe, maybe once a week or a few times a week, uh, your stress is through the frickin' roof and you're not sleeping. You're at ground zero. You're you've bottomed out, ladies like that's like that's the bottom. And so when you're in that spot, you're going to notice that most of the time, if you join a program or you start something that you are going to end up being asked to eat more calories, you're going to be asked to drop your cardio down, increase your weight training, you're going to be asked to eat more fiber, right, all these kind of things, because the first thing that you need to do is a reverse diet, essentially, right? Like realistically, during that phase, you might see a little bit of weight loss, but the goal isn't to see changes on the scale. I talked about this the other day with our body recomp. And so that might be where you're starting. And so the reason why you keep getting upset with yourself is because you think that the scale should change, when in reality, you actually need more food and you need to get out of the deficit that you've been in ever right right now is not the time to actually try and see the scale go down and that can be very frustrating but when you're tracking things through other methods like through uh, photos and through how clothes fit and how your energy feels we basically are looking at the biofeedback markers which is essentially am I sleeping well do I have a lot of energy Um, you know is my digestion going well am I uh, sleeping okay you know is there different things in terms of Uh, like other wins that we've had, like we've gotten stronger. Am I recovering after the gym? Am I hungry all the time or food focused? Um, And all of these things are really going to matter, you know, like, in terms of your overall longevity, and in terms of just like your quality of life. And so when we're looking at these things, it's very important to understand that those are the things that we need to get good first before we start a fat loss phase. Okay, if any of those are out of whack, most of the time, it's like three to four of those are out of whack, it's a good sign that it's time to reverse diet first. Okay, so the first thing is, is expectations. Right. You're like, I'm eating healthy. I'm losing weight. Cool. Like, great. Like you did a great job with where you're at, but there's a certain point where like, you're kind of tapped your body out. And so now it's time to, to, to go back up. And the reason why this happens, and I'm not saying that when you are at a low amount of food that like, you're not losing weight because like you're in starvation mode and like you're all that kind of shit that goes out on the internet. That's not true. Like if I starved you, you would just be done. Like you would just die. Like that's just it. So the thing is, is like what actually happens though, is that even though you don't realize it because you're not tracking things, you don't realize that like your week actually hasn't been like quote unquote perfect, right? So for example, you might've had 1200 calories for four days in a row. But then you forgot to track all of the extra alcohol that you had on Friday. Then you forgot to track the, you know, bites of peanut butter, like the tablespoons of peanut butter that you had a few times a week while you were making dinner. You forgot to track the fruit snacks that your kids didn't eat that you popped in your mouth on the way to the gym. You forgot to track the things on the weekend, or maybe you did track it, but you tracked it inaccurately. And then you were eating out twice or three times on the weekend and you just got whatever you wanted and you were over your calories, but then you were too scared to like actually do that, right? You're like too scared to actually like go and track those foods because you're like, I don't want to see it. And then the next week rolls around and you're like, why didn't I lose weight? well, no shit, like you didn't actually stick to what you're supposed to stick to, right? Like realistically, you would have lost weight. However, it's not necessarily all of your fault. Because when you're on like 1200 calories, that is a very hard number to stick to If you guys look at any restaurant, uh, like menu item, most of them are going to be a 1000 plus calories. So if you go out to eat even once you're over your calories for the day at 1200. Like, right. So like the thing is, is like, that's a very, very low number and unsustainable number. And so that's why we normally don't pair your Nutrition with fat loss. We also pair workouts or cardio. And someone said, that's a great uh, point. I'm up five pounds and working out more and being more active. My husband says I look a lot leaner. My gut is all over the place at the moment. And I just started taking a probiotic. I'm suffering from a bad sinus headache from today, but went for almost a five kilometer walk. 100%. So, like, again, like your gut's all over the place. Like, you're not going to see, like, the scale is going to be very funny because every day you have a different amount of, like, I'm just going to say it, a different amount of poop in you, right? Like, if you haven't pooped for four days, like, you're probably like, where do you think it went? You ate foods, even if you ate 1200 calories for the last four days, right? Like all the waste from that, if it's not coming out, where's it going? Like, it's, you know what I mean? It's sitting there. So you're like, I'm up a few pounds. I'm like, you haven't pooped in four days, like no shit, right? Like sometimes people go to the bathroom and they lose like two pounds. And like, you haven't gone to the bathroom in like three or four days, right? And so it's like understanding like, that's like definitely such a, that's definitely such a, a, a big contributing factor. And even for longevity, I'm getting on a little bit of a tangent but I promise I'll go back to what we're talking about with fiber guys like if you want to increase your like your overall like quality of life you want to live longer if you increase your fiber by even to like 20 to 20 like 25 to 30 grams i believe it is you literally increase your like longevity by 19 percent. right so if you're actually really concerned about losing weight if you want to be healthier if you want to instill these healthy habits eating more fiber is a fantastic way of doing so fantastic way of doing so okay so that's also very important and it's something to also consider right these health indicators and as soon as and the way Way that I know if someone's like getting to a point where they're not able to sustain their diet anymore is what I look at is you no know, is their digestion all over the place they were going two to three times a day now they're going barely once um, you know are they super tired all the time and not sleeping are they unable to manage their stress day to day is there um, you know is their energy low is a recovery not happening are we finding that like you know they are not able to really stick to it like they're like hey I try to stick to my calories but I was just so hungry at the end of the day like I just had to eat something and over and over and over again we're looking at patterns and they're eating like you know 14, 15, 1600 calories, and say you have them set at 13, 1400 calories, then Ooh, okay, like it's probably too low. Okay, so this is where we also have to subst- substitute with activity levels. And this is why it gets a little bit tricky, because so many of us are sedentary, like, honestly, the amount of women that I like coach, I'm just gonna say it, I'm just gonna I'm gonna be that jerk right now that literally like sit all day nine to five, and they get up, they sit down for breakfast, and they get into their car, then they go to work, then they sit down all day, then they come up, and then they complain that they have, like don't have time for a 30 minute, like cardio session. I totally get that. But at a certain point you got to get up, right? Like at a certain point you have to move throughout the day. Like I'm not trying to be a dick, but it's like you literally have sat all day, like your body needs to move, like sitting down is not good for you. So even if it's not coming from a weight loss perspective, like if you're going for a walk, if you're going to ride a bike, if you're going to the gym, if you're just doing anything, like you need to move, you just need to move. And especially when you're like working out at home, it can be difficult, because like you sit all day, then you come home, you go to work out, but you're already home. So like, there's less steps and all this kind of stuff. Like when you go to the grocery store, park at the other end of the lot, Um, When you go to the grocery store, I actually purposely choose a bigger grocery store, even if I'm like going to get like eggs, because I know it'll be at the other side of the grocery store. So I will go and go to the other side of the grocery store to go get it. And I will park at the other end of the parking lot. So it's literally like a 10 minute walk to go get eggs. But the thing is, is like, it makes me go walk, right? And so sometimes you have to force yourself to move more. And so it's normally not the fact that your food is the issue. It's just you're not moving enough to then eat the amount of food that a normal like that you normally would eat during the day. Like say you normally eat like 14 to 1500 calories. I find like at the end of the day, most women eat about that amount. And then like, depending on, their activity level, it tends to be more or less depending on like your natural cravings or like not cravings, um, like hunger cues and things like that, especially if you're super stressed, then it's like, but if you're not moving at all, then that might be too much for you to lose weight, it really just depends. And even though you're eating healthy, it really doesn't matter that you're only eating broccoli, it doesn't matter that you're only eating chicken, I think you need to understand like, this is something that I had to come to terms with as well, is that you don't get a badge of honor for only eating chicken and broccoli. Right, like you don't get a badge of honor for drinking water instead of drinking like water with mio. You don't get a bad like you don't necessarily just like cut down your risk of cancer because like you decided to eat the gluten free option over the normal pasta. Like honestly, I know there's like ways that you can, but like if you're rubbing down your whole house in Lysol. And then thinking that like gluten free pasta is going to save you from cancer. Like, you know what I mean? There's just like so many different things that we get caught up with. And like, I totally understand and I love that people are eating healthy. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying you're correlating eating healthy foods with losing weight. And that's not appropriate because the thing is, is that like just because you eat broccoli doesn't mean that you're going to lose weight. If you're eating like, you know, six cups of broccoli, two cups of chicken, like, you know what I mean? Like, yes, they're more nutrient dense, they have more fiber, I love this for you. But if you're still eating over your calories, it doesn't matter that you're eating healthy. I've had people that are like super broke, to be honest, eating like they had, uh, I think it was like mostly like boxed and canned foods, because that's all they could afford. And they still were able to lose weight because they were in a deficit, right? So although they weren't able to make like the organic choices and the whatever, they still saw fat loss because they were within their calories. And that's what was important to them. Now they tried to make the best decisions that they could, but their budget only allowed for so much. And I respect that. And so it's like understanding that, yes, like it is good to eat healthy. It is good to make those choices. But if you're eating like two full avocados a day, plus eating a full steak, you know, a shit ton of potatoes, bunch of veggies and fruits if you're over calories you're over calories it really doesn't matter and then when you're working out i find a lot of ladies also don't know what it's like to push their intensity levels so i did a workout on saturday perfect example and I fucking died. I died. It was so hard. It was so hard. Okay. And the next two days I felt my abs. I felt my back. I felt my chest. I felt my legs. Like my whole body was like, what did you do? If you have never felt that feeling, you probably aren't training hard enough. I'm not saying that you need to feel like that all the time, but if you've never worked like that hard before, you probably need to. And you you need to experience what that feels like because you're five, 10, 15 pounds weights are great but like you can lift heavier ladies like you can lift heavy I literally did a deadlift the other day that was like 220 pounds okay like I'm not a big person but I can lift a lot of weight just because you lift heavy doesn't make you a bulky big person and I think you need to understand that but it's like you're going to notice that your body composition is going to change drastically I had a client today um Danielle she's freaking amazing and uh, she messaged and she's like I, had, I have such a, an array of dumbbells at this point. Like during COVID, she was only lifting like two, six and eight pound weights. And it's also because her food was really low. She wasn't feeling very good. Like, yeah, like it, when your energy is tanked and your digestion and you're bloated and you feel shitty and you can't manage your stress and your sleep's all over the place, you're not going to lift that heavy. But when you manage all those other things, you're going to notice it's a lot easier for you to lose weight and work out because you have the energy to do so. Energy comes from your food and your sleep primarily and also honestly gut health when my digestion is up and all over the place my mindset is fucked my sleep is all over the place i am exhausted all the time i have zero energy like i'm like dragging ass all day but when my digestion is great i'm sleeping well i'm managing my stress through exercise and food i have a lot Better days. I'm able to like, I'm able to manage my days way better and way easier. And so, if you're struggling with losing weight and you're like, I'm eating healthy and I'm working out, are you stressed out of your mind? And like, are you actually? managing it. And like by managing it, I don't mean by like cutting everything off your plate. I mean, like, are you eating nutrient dense foods that actually help you have more energy? Are you making sure that you're prioritizing sleep? Are you doing workouts that actually help you have more energy? Or are you doing the 20 minute, you know, beach body buster bullshit workout? That's literally just like tanking you because it's just all cardio. And then at the end of the day, you're actually more tired than energized, right? Like, which one are you doing? Or are you doing a class that's meant to totally kick your ass and overload you weight too much, right? Like I used to see all these classes, all these like stressed out ladies going to classes. And I'm like, I love that for you. But like, that's probably not what you need right now. Like it's what you want to do, but it's not what you need. Right. And so understanding that just because you're working out and eating healthy doesn't mean that you're doing what you need to do to, for, to lose weight, because fat loss is a it is a science, just like anything else. Like it is a science. It is not a feeling. Right. You can feel like you're not eating well and you can feel like you're not progressing and you step on the scale or you look at your photos and you're down five pounds. Like it's totally possible if you guys have had that happen, you're watching the live stream comment, like drop some fire down below. But you're like, I feel like everything's failing. I feel like I'm so tired. I haven't been sleeping. All this shit's been going on. Then you step on the scale. You're like, oh, I'm down five pounds. What the hell? right? It's like you didn't feel like you were doing well. But for some reason, it was like it was still working, right? Because you're still in a deficit. Um, someone said, How do you increase the fiber not suffer from as many side effects from it? I'm trying to eat more fiber, but Gary, get, get very bloated and bummed up. So I find with fiber, a lot of the times when you ladies increase it, um, I had this problem as well, I used to do like the green shots, and I would do a full scoop. And then what happened was, is I felt so bloated. I was like, what is happening? But it's because I went from having like, say 15 grams of fiber to like 40 grams of fiber overnight. Like, body couldn't really handle it. So if you have like greens, or if you're increasing your fiber, normally I try and do it in like five uh, gram increments. So if you're at 15 grams, aim for 20. And then once that's more consistent, then aim for 25, 30, things like that. The other thing is, is that there's different types of fiber. So there's insoluble fiber and soluble fiber. Some of these fibers are going to help clear everything out. And some of these things foster better bacteria, help with like breakdown, things like that. Okay. So it helps like with intestinal lining, all this fun stuff. So the thing is, is that depending on the type of fiber that you eat, like corn is going to go right through you right for example broccoli however is very carnivorous it is a vegetable obviously but it's going to break down it tends to be more gassy it tends to be more like it's harder to digest our bodies have a hard time digesting it so it's like if you're choosing like 16 grain sprouted bread sprouted grains are like the gassiest things ever it just takes a lot to digest them um same with like broccoli whereas like if you have things like you know, raspberries, blueberries, if you have things like, what's a good one? Um, Another one's like uh, chia seeds, or if you have, you know, like whole grains, like oats, things like that, they tend to be a little bit easier to digest. So I would just say like, make sure that you're focusing on adding in fiber, but you're just doing it slowly. Again, you want to just do it a little bit more slowly. And also like certain foods aren't for everybody, like broccoli and uh, cauliflower. Like I love them, but like, who, if they're not cooked like well enough, my stomach's like, what did you do? I look like I'm like six months pregnant. I also have a lot of like digestive issues. So like whatever, but it's just, it's something that like, you just have to think about that, right? Or for example, um, what's another, I'm going to like actually like look up like some fiber stuff for you guys to help you. Cause once I see the names, um, I'll be able to help you. A little bit better fiber foods so beans and stuff also are going to give you guys some issues normally um, avocados tend to be pretty safe popcorn tends to be pretty safe apples whole grains tend to be pretty safe i'm just trying to see like which ones would be like digestive distress it just depends on the whole grain thing if your gut bacteria is all weird then sometimes that gives you issues potatoes are a really good option nuts are normally a really good option so i hope that helps a little bit um just there's a few of those that you're like yeah like your stomach tends to not like okay Um, But yeah, so why don't you lose weight, even though you're eating healthy and and working out most likely because your stress and your sleep is all over the place. Stress is like air, you can't see it, but you know, it's there, right? Get enough air, like a tornado or a hurricane, it's going to knock you over and like knock down your house. Same thing with stress, okay? Stress is something that like, it seems like it's something that does like, you're like, yeah, like I'm kind of stressed. But guys, there's also stress of like, you know, traumas from 10 years ago. There's also stress of like always being in fight or flight a lot of you ladies have to-do lists running through your heads forever. And then you're like, I'm not stressed. I'm like, you're stressed out of your face and you're so stressed. You can't even see it. Right? Like, um, if you're going to bed at night and you can't shut your brain off, you wake up absolutely exhausted. Your days are like you, you start off tanked then it spikes and you have energy. Then it tanks and it spikes. And then it's like spiking before bed and you can't get to sleep. You are probably stressed out of your face. Okay. Like, and you might not know how to deal with that and that's okay. Like we can talk about that as well. I might do another episode on that. Um, But when you're running in this fight or flight state all the time, it's very stressful. It is very stressful. I ran in it for about five years. I was super exhausted all the time. And even when I like wasn't tired, I was still tired. Like I used to look at people and be like, how are you like having fun? Like, I don't get it. Like, I'm always like, so just like, you know, like mature almost. I'm so responsible. I'm always like that person. Like, I don't feel like I can ever just let loose unless I drink alcohol. And so a lot of the times it was like I would drink because then I could just chill and like not worry about it but I've noticed like I've been able to do that naturally. Now I haven't had to drink in order to like just let go. Right. And so that's something that also I think is, is a good indicator is like letting go. Uh, like and needing alcohol to do so like on the weekends, if you're like, Oh God, I can't wait to have a drink and just like relax. It's probably a good sign that you're like in that fight or flight as well. Um, and you're probably more stressed out than you think. Okay. So again, uh, portions are important, even though you're eating healthy, that's great, but it might need to be the right portions. Working out is super important. But again, weight loss is a science if there's things that you need to do in a specific order in order to see the best progress, especially when you're stressed out, you're busy, you got kids, there's a lot of shit going on, you know, you might not have time to do the thing that you did 10 years years ago that helped you lose weight but if you're anything like i am i don't want to do the thing that i did 10 years ago to lose weight It was awful it's like so exhausting and like it took so much time and i don't want to spend all summer in the gym so if you ladies are struggling um just a reminder that our challenge so we're we have like two spots left but i'll say it anyways um our sun's out guns out challenge it's a free 14 day challenge that starts next week it is it includes all the workouts you guys can upgrade your macros and things like that as well if you're a current client just know that you guys already get access to it and we're going to release all the information out we just want to make sure that everyone. set up on the app right now because honestly we always set up the app early or like later and then there's always headaches so this time we just got everyone onto the app first and we're like we will send you out information after we just want to make sure that there's no glitches first so we're almost at like 200 ladies we were trying to cap it at 125 and uh we didn't turn it off So we're almost at 200 ladies. So we'll see how this goes, but we are going to cap it at 200 because that's insane. And also just like, thanks ladies for being so excited about this challenge. We're super freaking pumped to bring it to you and just trust me, it's going to be a fucking banger. So I hope you guys had the best day ever. I hope this gave you some clarity, happy check-in day ladies. And uh, I will talk to you later.